Hey, welcome back. Another day, another vlog. Great to have you back on this Thursday. Wow. Um, yeah, what a night. Uh, fairly busy, not too bad. Um, yeah, a bit on, bit of gear to talk about, a fair bit of tech stuff to want to get into and chat, some camera stuff, beautiful new car. And uh, lots of stuff in, so stay tuned. Got a little bit to chat about on the tech space and news space, so that's all pretty good. Uh, first up, uh, got a heap of work done yesterday after I talked to you and before I passed out, and I did pass out. It was one of those, uh, you know, when you get into the bed and you just basically lay down, you put your head down, and you just close your eyes, and then the next minute you wake up. One of those ones, <laughs> no problems at all. I think. Uh, after you, you do a nice good hike, uh, I guess because I was standing in the office most of the time now, unfortunately, it uh, seems to be my uh, lot in life. Um, but uh, you're yeah, going for a nice big hike, eight, 10 Ks, and then through mountainous ranges and stuff, and you come home, your legs are trashed the next day, and you just go boof out, and your body just goes, yep, beautiful, we're, we're done, <laughs> let's shut this puppy down. So. Uh, good little sleep, but I got a heap of photos done. I got a heap more too. Holy crap! Uh, I took some photos on that hike. I said to, I think I said to you yesterday. Um, it may be a two-parter. I'm not sure. I'm getting there slowly, but I'm super stoked. I've got some really nice images. It's just trying to match them up. <clears throat> Generally, I'll try and uh, do a theme for the photos, and that's not a theme of the images and what to take. It's more so the color theme. I'll take uh, what I mean filters that I'll use and use that to, as a starting point. And then I'll, um, like a LUT I guess, put a LUT on, go through my different ones I've got there, the free ones and ones I've, I've got from different people like James Popsy and Frono's photos and a couple other through the Adobe uh, 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 subscription I pay. I'll get You get free ones through there of different photographers. So it's always good to pick them up. Um, I think they're great starting points. It gives you a chance to, I guess, take an image and see which direction you want to really take it and which direction may be best suited towards it. And generally, I'll try and get um, a bit of a theme going. Try, I'll go through the images uh, and then I'll work, try a couple of different ones on there and see which ones is going to, I guess, suit those images the best and make them on a whole look better. And then I can fine tune one or two here, there that just really don't suit it, where that, but they really look good a different way. Say a black and white. Every now and again, I'll get one. I'll go, mm, yeah, that's got to be black and white because it's that's it's what's going to drag you in, and that's what's going to make the best picture. I think that's important. With, uh, with, it's very easy to chuck a uh, a Lightroom preset on there. That's what I was looking for before, or a LUT onto your video, and go to town and, and do that and that's fantastic and it gives you a great, as I said, they, they all give you a good starting points and they give you a great, I guess, a little bit of a, a, a different perception to what you're normally used to and, and what you can see out of the photo. Sometimes you look at a photo and I had it uh, yesterday with one photo and it was uh, sunset in the background, beautiful clouds, beautiful orange coming over and, I, and it was sort of a track and it just was look just looked like a bit of road and a bit of scrub and it didn't look real flash. I went, oh, I should have spent some time on it. Yeah, I had a bit of play. I chucked a preset on it, had a bit of a play, stuffed around a bit with in Lightroom, and 
10 minutes later, it looked really good. Uh, I'll definitely try and put that one in the video and try and explain so I can explain it to you. But um, yeah, and I think sometimes you need to get in and work on it a little bit. What you capture in your mind, you've probably seen it when you're there, when you're taking the photo. Um, but then you've sort of gone back in a week later, two weeks later, you're looking at it and go, Ooh, that's not real flash. Until you get in and edit it, boom, it makes a big difference. And that's where that raw comes in to effect. That raw makes a big difference. Uh, and I even with the, the iPhone 12, the photos I've been taking with that, you just can't push them and maneuver them as much as I can with, say, the M50 shots or the RP. I've got so much leverage uh, of flex or flexibility is probably a better word with those, with those raw files to really, I guess, get them to where they need to be as a photo. So I think that's probably what I'm trying to say, but some really good photos and a few of them like last night I went, uh, and then I give it the 10 minutes um, and it come up good. Generally, once you put a preset on, you can sort of get a bit of a gist if it's actually going to work and if it's going to be worthwhile investing some time in it. Um, that's why, you know, memory cards, once you get the memory card, you might as well fill them up. So 400, I think I had 480 photos. I think I've still got another 100 and 200 or something to get through. So I'm probably halfway there. I'm going to spend some more time this morning trying to smash it out. So <laughs> a bit of Legion energy. Uh, I'll be onto that this morning to uh, get the old caffeine in because I need to get some more work done. We are way behind. <laughs> Not way behind as in uh, we're late, because we're never late. Um, but I just, yeah, there's so much I want to get done. I definitely want to try and get, if I just leave it too long, I'm not going to get that video out this week. And I've, I've, that's my big focus in the last 12 months. Um, I guess you talk about guys 2020, and I think last year was a year I decided to do one video a week for my photography and get that, get that out, and, then, and that would improve that. And then with the show... We started off as one every day, and then we got down to this the five days a week. So, and that made a massive difference to the channel. And I think it's why we're continually getting a lot of new subscribers coming in, and I do appreciate these guys popping past. Thank you very much. But yeah, so still got a heap of photos, some really wicked stuff in there. So that's looking super duper, super happy about that. It's always good when you come back from a big hike, and then you start looking at the photos, and you go, "Holy crap!" I've got a couple of beauties in here. This is going to be makes it just makes it, you know, you, you get the you get the joy of going out for a walk and seeing something else that I'm lucky enough I get to see something else that probably less than this many people white people have ever seen it. Uh, so that's in itself a bit of an honor. Uh, but you get to enjoy it and hear the birds and just just none of modern society destroying, distracting you. Uh, so that's always good and then you get to come back and you be able to capture that and hopefully I can then pass it on to you to fingers crossed inspire you uh, at least put a smile on your face and go wow that's really nice if you if, if, uh, I guess if you that's the, the beauty of photography by able to show someone a beautiful image and I, I do it all the time when I look at um, I think it was one on Instagram I can't remember the photo Oh, there's a no. There's a little uh, kid getting thrown into the snow today. I seen that, and I just went, "Wow, that's awesome! That's just made my day." And it just puts a smile on your face, no matter how crap you feel. Maybe a photo or a small little video 
or a TikTok or whatever you're into, that's enough just to pick you up out of the doldrums and get you going and, and make the day a positive day. So that's always good. Well, I'm like everyone else, I'm far from perfect and perfectly from far. <laughs> but uh, I'm a good good times and bad times like everyone else and that's, that's pretty much standard in life. Uh, you never get away from that, unfortunately. But it's good to be able to see something, appreciate it and then put that smile back on your dial and then get on to the next job, which we need to do now. Let's get a little segue into some tech news. Rightio, um, now, beautiful car, you'd seen on the thumbnail, wow, uh, gorgeous. Lotus, long time uh, fan of Lotus, I guess I grew up with Roger Moore, 007, the Lotus underwater, the white one with the thing, in, insane, you, know, you said, you know, that was the Lotus that, that I guess blew the brand through the roof. They've always been known for amazing little sports cars, Possibly not the most reliable, but always, you know, in that not supercar range, but definitely uh, a niche brand and some great stuff. Great handling, always great handling stuff from the British brand. So very nice car. Uh, the Lotus Evora, I think it's Evoria. Might be Evoria, I think it's pronounced. Uh, fully electric car, four motors, one on each wheel. 500 horsepower per corner. That's 2,000 horsepower electric car. Holy crap. Uh, look, this, this is currently a prototype, the one that James May, I watched James May do a bit of a chat about it from uh, Drive Tribe. And look, as far as things of beauty, the biggest thing with a supercar is it's got to just knock your socks off. You said I grew up with like your Lotus, uh, the old Lotuses with James Bond, also Lamborghini Contages, and, and those cars just the, my greatest car of all time. If I ever won the Powerball, that'd be the first thing I look for, and then I'd send it straight to Singer to rebuild it. <laughs> is a 959 Porsche. Uh, I think that is the absolute epitome of absolute beauty to me. That is my the most gorgeous thing on the planet, other than my beautiful wife um, and my beautiful son. And my dog. Sorry, Benz. <laughs> Don't forget my Benz. Um, but yeah, so like, and that's what they've come out with here. This car looks every part of a supercar. Uh, even the yellow they had on it is just absolutely sensational. Jeez, knock your socks off, without a doubt. Uh, super, super awesome. For a second there, I thought I forgot the volume. <laughs> um, so yeah, beautiful build car, 2,000 horsepower. Uh, it's obviously going to be well below the three second mark for the zero to 100. Who cares about range, electric car, when it's got 2,000 horsepower? It's, like, it's going to have at least 100 miles to 200 miles, so two, three or four, 300 Ks, 400 Ks. This is not something you're going to be worried about uh, going on a long journey, I guess. It's going to be one of those ones that's going to be in a shed and taken down to, to work or stuff to show off or down to the golf club or the uh, something like that, I guess. Big problem with it, two million pounds. That's insane. Uh, inside, out, every square inch of it looks a million bucks. Uh, it was a rolling prototype, so they didn't have one running. Uh, I guess that's not far away. And uh, yeah, beauty of electric, the ability, obviously you're gonna exhaust or anything. The design cues, that back end is probably one of the nicest back ends of a car 
I have seen for a long time, except for probably this Nissan Skyline GDR. That's probably the next nicest one, I guess. But um, yeah, what a car. Absolutely beautiful. Um, there's only going to be 130 of them made at 2.2 million pounds. So what's that? I've met? Oh, that's got to be about four to five million Australian bucks by the time you chuck taxes on. That's absolutely insanity. Uh, 130 of them. I'm pretty sure it's going to sell out. <laughs> so I'm going to win. The, have to win the Powerball real quick if I want to get on that bad boy. But I think I'll probably get the Porsche anyway. But yeah, look, beautiful car. Definitely going worth uh, watching the drive time video. There's, I think there's a few other videos on it. And having a look at this thing, uh, can't wait to see what it does on the track. It's going to be pretty special there. They are well-known or well-renowned for their handling, so definitely going to be a very, very nice uh, supercar to come out soon. Maybe about another year, I think. They should be ready to go. So, yeah, not too far away. Now, over Canon Rumors, had, had a fair bit. Uh, it dropped a bit of a... Uh, uh, Finally got a bit of info off one of his sources at Canon, a bit of a, bit of a, I guess, foreshadow of 2021's camera releases. Now, we could be looking down the barrel of eight camera releases from Canon this year, um, the boys at Canon Rumors are saying. Uh, pretty darn special. Now, first one up, R5S, or that high megapixel uh, Canon. We've heard many rumors about in the last probably three to six months, I guess. Probably as soon as the R5 come out, I think I think there was even rumours just before the R5 that it might have, might have had a higher pixel one coming as well. But definitely in the last six months, there's been constant talk. I'd say we definitely might see that before the Olympics as well. Uh, the R1 we should see at the Olympics, but they're uh, saying that even though we'll see it for the Olympics, probably won't be able to buy one till 2022. So it's probably going to go out basically to Canon ambassadors, uh, to big corporate companies that are going to use them for their print media stuff. Obviously, it's going to be the 1R. It's going to be designed specifically for that type of thing, like the 1DX. It's super high shots, sports, action. It's all about uh, business guys going out and getting those big dollar shots. So, look, um, so that, that's pretty cool. We knew about those two. APS-C RF. That's still on the card, so apparently that's definitely going to be coming. We've, we should be getting one of those as well. However, this is going to fit into this thing. I'm not sure because what he's also saying is there's going to be two entry-level RF mount cameras to replace the R and the RP. So we've got this APS-C RF mount, and then you've got a replacement R, replacement RP. Now, the RP and the RF, he's saying, I think the RP was... Eight ninety nine um, American bucks and or nine hundred and fifteen hundred dollars. So that's what he's uh, the rumors we're hearing about that new uh, full frame RF mount cameras entry level. So how does that APS-C fit in? Um, the APS-C they're saying is going to be sports wildlife video. So whether it's set up as a, a specific video camera. And that's what it's going to be. You know, it's not going to be for the, like, the phot actual photographer stuff. It's going to be more video. Um, we know the Olympus is really super good with the video, great focus and all that, and they do a great job. Um, so that might be where they're sort of aiming for that one. How it fits in price-wise, that's going to be tricky. It's going to have to come in under 100, 900 bucks American. So 
you think you're not gonna why would you take an APS-C and pay more for it when you can get a full frame one I guess it all depends on what features they put into that APS-C one compared to that base model RP uh, replacement so that's going to be pretty interesting um, it's going to be a C50 that was overdue that should have come out with the C70 that didn't so that's that's going to be first quarter this year they reckon um, so that's not far away and they're Again, they're pretty sure it's going to be a square little box type, much like your Reds and Komodos, that Panasonic that come out. That's what we're going to be seeing with that, but that won't be far away. The C90 they've talked about for a little bit. That seems to have died off. There's not much talk about that, so that's probably 2022. So that'll bring us down to 7. So that's probably one you could write off pretty much straight away. And that 8K Cine cam camera that was leaked out the other week, a couple of weeks ago, well, we know that's definitely coming. That's pretty much locked and loaded. That could be January, February. That shouldn't be too far away at all. So a fair bit of good news for Canon. Heaps of cameras coming. Uh, hopefully a heap of lenses. Budgeted type RF mount ones would be sensational. A heap of prime stuff would be good this year too. Uh, it would be nice to get a, uh, something to suit all these cameras coming out. Because there's basically only L-series stuff out there and a couple of the, the 600, 800. And then your uh, 50 to, sorry, your 24 to 105. And then up to the 240 and a couple of small 50 mil on that. But there's not a real lot of range there for that RF yet. For all these cameras, we need some more lenses. So hopefully we'll get be getting six to seven cameras and maybe another six to seven lenses that would be sensational now uh over in the apple rumors again uh lou later was talking about this um that 120 hertz display we we know they tried pretty hard uh, to get that into the iphone 12 this year and um well look it didn't happen i don't think it was a real loss uh, and i think uh, lou and willie do were right when they were talking about the fact that if you haven't had a 120 hertz display you probably wouldn't be that concerned about it. It's not a, something that, you, oh my God, I'm missing out on this. Um, and I, I don't think so. I've, I'm, as I said, I've said to you a few times, I am super pumped with how the iPhone 12 Pros come out. Uh, it is magnificent. The video I'm getting out of it for the channel, I think is awesome. Uh, what I can do with it, the flexibility, how easy I can just chuck my pocket and I've got a video camera ready to go, 4K, all the other stuff runs my drone, it's got everything. Uh, I had eight hour, eight and a half hour walk the other day and I still had 20% when I got back and I did all the filming on it and it ran the whole time and I was checking Instagram and I flew the drone for like 45 minutes as well. So look, you can't beat that, that's pretty awesome. Uh, so yeah, look, if uh, one 20 hertz display in that, that's gonna, it's just gonna be another selling point for them. Um, and it's, it's gonna, I'm sure it's gonna be really, really good. And uh, I think Lou was saying a fair bit that he's, he's had the Samsungs and that where it's 120 hertz and he's had the gaming at 144 hertz. He said going back to the Apple, uh, even though the Apples are fantastic, it, you do notice it a fair bit. It does make you go, whoa, whoa what's going on here? So uh, should be pretty good for us uh, Apple guys. This year could be the year for 120 hertz. I think that's probably... Not going to be the biggest part about it. I think it's going to be something that's going to come in. Uh, they got that worked out that LPT or LPTO screens, so they can uh, 
cut out the power, much like the watches. Uh, you know, we had the, the always on issue. Uh, they had to get the right screen, that LPTO, LTPO screen, I think it is. Allows you to have stuff all battery draw, uh, which then let them have it on all day, so you don't you can actually get through a day with it. So that was the big hurdle. Looks like they've got that all tickety boo. So very very good. Um, now Mac Payton, uh, there's a patent. Get a lot of Mac patents in the last couple of months. I don't know if it's just because guys are running out of stuff to talk about, but it looks like there's some good stuff in there and. Um, this one was basically uh, putting in a ability to basically charge your phone on your Mac. So where you've got your laptop, I can come in, grab my, grab my iPhone, magnet charge it, mag safe straight on here, and it'll charge my phone out of my uh, laptop battery. If that's plugged in, obviously it just charges. Also uh, showed both sides, so you could chuck your watch on one side and your, and your phone on the other side and just charge like that, so it just gets rid of the whole need of uh, your magnets. Now, that's probably fairly feasible because as we know, under basically 90% of underneath your laptop is all battery, so you put in the magnetic wiring system and you've got two big areas just here. Uh, I think it's a pretty simple idea and it could, I think it could be easily worked. Now, what, if they bring it out this year, if the, now they're bringing out the new M1 books, um, they've got to bring out a new 16 inch this year. I'd say that's a perfect timing. Change the body, put that system into it, uh, give us a brand new 16 inch and a new 14 inch, uh, both with that ability. I think it could be a hot little tip for the laptops this year. Great little selling point too. Um, yeah, very uh, good little idea, I think. Um, nice, I think it actually worked and I think it actually would be quite handy. Um, leave your laptop on while you're working, just chuck your phone, your watch on and give it a charge while you're having a chat or having lunch. Perfect little idea. Now Sony uh, had a big oh, had a big release, their new TV range out last night. Uh, no prices or anything. There's a bit of a funky <laughs> video. Um, I think it gets a, a lot, like the old movie, that lost in translation. It was a, uh, a lot there where it got lost in translation, I think. Uh, they really well made video and everything. Uh, I guess just that Japanese trying to get their, their image. They're not a funny, happy idiots like us, Australian, us dumb blokes. Um, but uh, look, the TVs look fantastic. Five new TVs in the range. Uh, top of the was is an 83-inch 8K HDR beast. Uh, it's got everything. It's got IMAX set up so you can get a full IMAX vision, uh, full sound. Now, the uh, two 4K models uh, in OLED, 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 and uh, two 4K HDR models. One, obviously, one's a premium, one's a base in both varieties, OLED or HDR. Now, the main thing about it and the biggest selling point is this cognitive intelligence. So it's basically a new chip uh, that it, it measures what you watch and what you're watching. Uh, it gives you depth perception. So I guess your depth of field. So it's picking up that I'm here and you get that blurry background, the Bokka background that we try and get. Um, so what it does, this chip's in there going, Rodeo, we're gonna basically enhance my ugly head. <laughs> 
sorry for that and um it enhances that and makes that stand out and then it'll obviously i guess put a little bit of bocker or assist the bocker in the background and along those sort of lines that's what the way i read it and I understood it and then it adapts it does a fair bit of adapting to to the storyline and your vision and what you're focusing on and all that sort of stuff so i guess a little bit of ai sort of technology it's an advanced sort of a chip um i'd say it's something uh, akin to lg's your ray tracing and all that stuff there's so much fancy technology they look fantastic they're, i'm sure they're going to be awesome tvs i couldn't see any prices anywhere as such even on the us site the australian site doesn't even it'll gives you the, a brief synopsis of them but it doesn't even show you the different models if you want to go and have a look at the different models shoot over just go sony usa and you can get into there and go down and you can actually bring open and look at each model they are pretty wild the one on the thumbnail we've got the 8k 83 inch beast and wow that'll be pretty insane and that's what they, they did mention a fair bit that they uh this tv is getting bigger so these chips are there to help you so i guess instead of you trying to go all around the these big screens it'll help you sort of make the things that are supposed to stand out pop a bit more so yeah interesting sort of take to it um cognitive i don't know if it's in that in depth and really reading our mind or anything like that um, I think it's just a very good at like giving us a good depth of field and really uh, enhancing the quality of the image. Now you do get inbuilt Sony's new uh, entertainment system as well. Um, did I write that down? No. All right, Google TV's in there and their streaming service. I can't remember the name of the Sony streaming service. Gives you access to Sony Pictures, all their latest releases. I'm not sure if they're free if you've got the TV, but I think it just gives you premium access. So it allows you to get uh, actual film. So things like if a movie's released, I think you may be able to get early access to pay for it. I guess much like iTunes and stuff like that you do get with Apple TV. So uh, overall, I think the TVs look fantastic. They're going to be actually their Bravias. Uh, it's not going to be for the faint of heart, but uh, if you are looking to upgrade your TV, Maybe hold off until these come out. If you are a Sony Bravia fan, they are a great telly. Um, it's definitely one to put on your list of comparison between maybe a, a big Samsung LG or a, you want a third option. That's the other one you want to compare it to and they'll be the latest and the greatest. Rightio, that's it for another day. I will see you tomorrow for the end of the week show. Have a great day. I've got to uh, get some work done and keep punching through these photos and uh, trying to... Uh, Make them shine for you. Radio, I'll see you tomorrow. We'll be coming this way, that way. I'll catch you tomorrow. Peace.